Turn your website into a marketing machine with Optuno. Optuno is a five-star rated website design subscription service that enables small and medium-sized businesses to obtain an affordable custom website with proper on-page search engine optimization, monthly updates and secure hosting, all without the typical headaches you get with most web designers. They've been designing the Lunker Dog website for years, so there's no one we could feel better about recommending than our friends at Optuno. And Nautical Eye is the best weather app that I've come across. It's great for all the outdoorsmen, fishermen, it goes over tides, locations, everything that an outdoorsman could need. Make sure you check out Nautical Eye and use that as your weather app. Clear the airwaves. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Is that, is, there might is not, that still there, such a thing there might as not, bandwidth? Yeah. There might not be enough bandwidth because the kid, she's doing school right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wife, she's working at home right now. Oh, geez. So you got the whole crew here at the house. I'm probably going to bog everybody down by going, <laughs> going live if I can get on. <laughs> the worm's going to come running in here. Dad! I don't think it's going to happen. Because <laughs> usually it gets right on. And then also, too, in the middle of the day, often, I think, the AT&T scam. You don't get the bandwidth in the middle of the day. And then at night. Oh, they're holding back on the, or, or is it because everybody else has it? Everybody else is using it. Well, I mean. Probably because all the kids in school. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But, but what I do know is. And it's not, and I don't think it's anything new. Can't, I can't get on. I don't think it's anything new, but um, I think during the middle of the day, households, they're like, well, most people aren't on. Everybody at work is on. So yeah. they need, and they, I think they can transfer their bandwidth. I probably, probably wrong. <coughs> probably wrong. I'm a skeptic on everything that's nowadays. What I, would, I just steal your neighbor's stuff. Well, that's a thought. That's a thought. So anyway, you like all the CCN stuff? Man, I'm telling you. I mean, you, it's it's looking pretty legit. You got CCN banners. You got CCN hats. You got uh, you got shirts. You got stickers coming. I got stickers you already. Got stickers already, man. I got, I, got, I got everything in place now. I mean, I'm telling you, you're all swagged out. Well, I see CCN hats. No, that's Lunker Dog stuff. I got... Well, but, I mean, Lunker stuff. Lunker Dog stuff still going. The... In Hog Leg We Trust shirt, mm-hmm. this never stops. <laughs> Is just, that the most popular uh, item that you have? In the last 12 months, for sure. Really? For sure. Really? And um, I don't know, probably about half of all the orders on the Lunker Dog apparel site are the um, Hog Leg shirt. Yeah. Are we going yet? Are we we're running it? We're up and running. We're, we're recording, recording, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we start, mm-hmm. I think we have to reach out to... Um, our dog John Tedder, and wish him a speedy recovery with his. Um, uh, uh, he just had a, a hip replacement surgery. Another one? Well, no, just this last. Like I think he just got out of the hospital yesterday. I thought he already did it. No. Uh-uh. So. Oh. Um, All right. So let's uh, let's wish him a speedy recovery. I got a story to tell you about somebody after we get off the phone with John. So he got the he got the hip replacement done just yesterday. Yeah. I wonder what he did. He did he did something a couple months ago or a month ago. No, he he just had it done. Well, I think he went in for something, but it wasn't the full surgery. I, I, you're right, and I'm not really sure what it was. Yeah, because quite frankly, I haven't been paying that much attention. <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on, and then I communicate with John just Facebook and Messenger, so I miss what two thirds of everything, and then well, try to. Piece it together. Let me tell you something. He's faking it. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Tedder's faking it. And I'm going to tell you guys why. Okay? Because Tim Mulray, who owns the boat that Tedder works on, uh, went live the other day. Okay? And they were on a sailfish. I saw that. And they're backing down after the sailfish. And the angler puts the reel in free spool as the fish comes up jumping. Okay? Huge bird's nest. Okay? So Mikey... Backs the boat down, and Tedder grabs the leader and bills the fish green and pulls it into the boat. Now, you're going to tell me that guy needs hip surgery? No. 
Okay, so wherever you are, John, whatever scam you got going on, uh, you know, however you're doing, uh, we all wish you the best here at uh, the CCN, the Coastal Community Network. Which is our sponsor. Which is our sponsor for today. For the Real Guy Podcast. Yeah. I know it gets confusing. I got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> but, you know, it's better to have a lot of shit going on than not enough shit going on. Well, I mean, you know. It's considering how slow the fishing business is right now, it's a good thing. What I, is going on? It's hit or miss. It's, I hit, mean, it's hit or miss. It's friggin', uh, it's kind of like the news on the virus. Yeah, it's not a big deal. We're going to have a vaccine. Everything's going to be good. Oh, dude, the infection rate's way up. Oh, just like a huge pendulum swinging back and forth. Well, but the virus was good for the fishing business back in the spring. I mean, I did more charters in the spring, fishing charters in the spring than I've done in a long time. Yeah, well, it was good for you because you had your own dock. It wasn't good for me because they were chasing me out of the goddamn boat ramps. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's and right. I had trips to do in the fucking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to just. This is going to be a tough podcast for the people who don't like the cursing. But yeah, the friggin' government would not let us put our boats in the water to go to work, even though it was legal to do so. And you had an exemption. Exemption. It was legal. And I had the paperwork with me with the statues and all the rules. And still, well, no, you, you know, weren't allowed to I, go in the water. I, I'm, I'm not one to sort of ride the fence on issues too many times okay but on this i do and i'll tell you why because back in the spring you have to look at it in the full context back in the spring this whole thing was coming down there was local municipalities that were issuing um orders there was state orders there was federal orders there was orders 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 and if you're and if you're one of these water cops okay you don't know which way you had fwc with a different set of rules you had uh, Fort Lauderdale PD, you had Miami PD, you had all these PDs, okay, and they didn't know what to enforce, when to enforce it, how to enforce it, why to enforce it, okay, they didn't even know how to write the damn tickets, okay, really? so one of our government agencies didn't no. know what to do, <laughs> okay, and there was no coordination, hard to believe that either, okay, so I'm just saying, you know, it, it's so there were some guys that were just saying no. You have to go back to the dock, and I saw. I knew. I knew the charter boat guys. There were guys on a dock that just said, "You know what? I got turned back. I'm just going to shut down." And then there were other guys that just kept going. Right. Okay. So I mean, it is what it is, and I don't know if we're going to see that same thing replay. Oh, although, the, if, did you notice the toilet paper starting to fly off the shelves again? Is there a toilet paper what thing? Again? Is that? People got to do their business. Listen, let me tell you something. People if, are serious about doing business. Oh, let me tell you what. <laughs> that's where all the toilet paper is That's going. it. That's it. They're, they're definitely serious about their business. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to help you guys out. Here's a tip from Captain Norm, okay? If you're out there and you're considering stocking up on toilet paper again because you think you're going to get shut down, okay, here's a tip, all right? The toilet paper lasts twice as long if you only use one side. Very good. That's good. Fifty percent more toilet paper. Absolutely. By only using one side. Absolutely. Norm, that's gross. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the other follow thing, me for more life tips. Well, the other thing too about it, I don't understand the toilet paper craze. <laughs> Great tip, by the way. Thank you. Um, this toilet paper craze, like I don't get like what the big why. Well, I, I would get it if they were buying the toilet paper from like local mom and pops, but you don't. You buy them from the grocery store chains, Walmarts, Costco's, all the places that they don't put out of business. You yeah. can get your toilet paper at. So, what's the big deal? I I don't. I mean, I just see. I, don't I get think it. they should be hoarding fishing Ugh, trips, food, fishing, fishing trips, trips, because they don't know if they're going to be able to get that or not. Something that's going to provide your family with sustenance. Food. Sustenance. Okay, you like that word? I love it. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. And I got to tell you what. They, yeah, that people need... And, you know, look. The marine industries, the, the the glowing, I don't know, the silver lining around all these clouds that's been hanging over us all year on in 2020 has been the marine industry. Okay? The, the, the boat show was a resounding success for those who participated in the boat show. Believe it or not. Okay? Blackfin yachts. Yachts. Quote-unquote yachts. Boats, okay, they sell nice center console boats. They sold 33, 33 footers in that show. I mean, that's really good. During the show, they did, okay? Um, charters, 
Charters was was uh, you know charter fishing was like I said it was pretty good back in the spring. So I you know people are wanting to get out on boats, right? Okay, but you know I got to tell you something. I was I'm I'm pretty fired up about Miami. Okay. Okay. Let me let me stop you before you get going because it's because, coming. Well, I want I want the audience to understand what the hell's going on here. All right. So uh, yeah, Norm and I talk to each other. We both work on the water. Um, we often do different things, but we're basically in the same area, from Port Everglades to Government Cut. Right. So Norm and I are constantly in communication. Norm reaches out to me the other day and says, we have to do a podcast. I'm pretty fired up. I have to get this off my chest. So me, being the good friend that I am, I let Captain Norm use the podcast almost like a therapy session. It really is. It's, it's, it's very therapeutic, and I don't blame my mother for anything. And I know... <laughs> And I know that when Norm comes over, the conversation's going to be good and um, entertaining, which well, you guys can benefit from. So, Norm. Yeah, but, you know, look, I I, got to tell you something. You know, um, the one thing that Jeff and I both have to deal with on literally a day in and day out basis, every day that we work, are people, other boaters on the water. Okay, and you know, it was kind of cute. It was kind of funny how it started a couple of years ago with the water taxi thing. Okay, but it seems to me, Jeff, and you tell me, okay, because I want your input on this. And I will tell you. Okay, (laughs) I I would like to know. Does it seem to you as if your average boater is getting worse out there? Oh, absolutely, positively, one hundred percent, and. It makes sense and it's logical. I just want you to know that. I know it's tough to swallow. I know that it is a new way of life out there, but it is. there's a logical explanation. What is that explanation? Because I'm interested to hear it. All right. It's about population growth. Florida, 300,000 people a year are coming. And more. 300,000 yeah. people a year, yeah. at least those were the numbers yeah. last couple of years. And I think, like you said, there's going to be more. And these fools... They're buying boats. Are buying boats. Well, I mean, why? I mean, if you're going to come to Florida, you buy a boat. Yeah. If, if you have any balls at all. If you don't have balls, you get a jet ski. Or you charter a boat. Well, if you... People that get jet skis got no balls. Excuse me. The people who are smart charter the boats. People that get jet skis I shouldn't say that. got no balls. Jet skis should be illegal. <laughs> well. And I'm going to tell you why. Would you ride an ATV? Let me tell you something. There's a couple of things with jet skis. We can start with that category alone because it's the easiest to start with. And it's one of the, and it's the, and probably the fastest growing. It is the most pervasive problem on the water is jet skis. Number one. Would you allow they don't allow atvs on i-95 why would you allow a jet ski down the intercoastal waterway dude okay i think that you're saying what i think every day when i'm out there all right here's another one okay tell me something if you saw somebody running up and down the street as fast as they could possibly go and then getting to the end of the street and then running back just as fast as they possibly could go. What would you think of that person? That you think maybe, quite possibly, that person is somewhat mentally incapacitated. Okay? Well, let me test. And they're not exercising. They're not doing it for the exercise. They're doing it for fun. Well, I don't know what kind of fun that is. All right? So now you go to the water and you see somebody on a jet ski going from one end of the lagoon to the other just as fast as they could possibly go in a straight line and then straight back. Right. That's that that's brain damage. Well, would you agree with me that a jet ski is basically the go-kart of the water? Um possibly. Sim- yeah. Similar, yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe. And, and like you said, um I go- think it go- has even less purpose than a go-kart. Well, Go-karts, at least you're racing somebody. There's a purpose behind getting in one of them. Well, a go-kart is probably, on land, the most similar thing to a jet ski on the water. But the difference is, you're not allowed to ride a go-kart on the street. 
Right. You go to a go-kart track. Right. And then there's a place and there's a time to do your go-kart. Jet skis, okay, and don't let me forget about the no balls theory. Mm -hmm. Jet skis are go-karts. Therefore, there should be areas for jet skis. Yes, I agree. For everybody's safety. Because everybody is yep. worried about safety. It should be it's on freshwater lakes. You're not allowed to eat together. You're not allowed to do all this shit because of safety. Yeah. You can't go, you can't throw the football at the beach. You can't use a surfboard at the beach. You can't you, fish at the you beach. You can't fish at the beach, all under the name of safety. Yep. But you can go on a jet ski. On a jet ski. And you can run right directly in front of a 100-footer that can't stop on a dime that I'm running. Yes. Okay. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is. These people that ride jet skis and they jump in your wakes and they're behind you and they're in front of you and everything else like that and they're zooming around. Okay. You know what it is? They lack. They lack the instinct for self-preservation. Right. They get on the jet ski and they just think nothing's going to kill me today, except for the, except for the burned out, twice divorced. Pissed off boat captain that's running that hundred footer with a whole bunch of scraped customers that are just doing nothing but pissing him off and blaring that hip hop music in his ear. Oh, let's let's just ride my jet ski directly in front of that guy. Good idea. So this is the therapeutic part. This is the this is this is where I kind of let it go. <laughs> I should be able to get a tax exemption for the podcast okay. because <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean I'm telling you. All right, so that's jet skis. Let's well, hold on. Before we before we leave the jet ski thing. Yes. Okay. The no balls thing. Okay. Tell me about that. What okay. Do you, what do you, what do you, okay. Where are you going with this? Well, what I mean by like the guy that gets the jet ski's got no balls. Is it because he get the things comes up and slams him in the crotch? No. Oh. It means he doesn't have like any masculinity left in his body. I'm talking about men especially <laughs> and adults. Mm -hmm. Kids and women get a hall pass. Yeah, because it's something... as far as the balls thing goes. Yeah, because they're not supposed to have balls in the first place. Right. But a grown man, <laughs> right, that goes out. Oh, I see where you get a grown man that goes out and gets a jet ski so yeah. he can spend time on the water. Yeah. He doesn't have any balls. No. Now, if he had balls, he'd get a boat. Right. And so, if you if you assume that he has no balls, mm -hmm. and he gets on a watercraft, which makes him a captain. It's a personal watercraft. But it's a watercraft, and it makes him legally a captain. No, it doesn't. It makes him an operator. Okay, an operator. A captain is different. We are captains. <sighs> For how much longer, I have no idea. Right. <laughs> Which we're going to get into that in a second. But how many captains would you trust that had no balls? How many captains would I trust that have no balls? Right. Oh, very few. Right, because most captains, and in order yeah. to be a captain, you You've have to have, have a set. Some balls. You have to have a set. Not and not all of them do, which is going to bring me to my next thing. And moving along. Okay, let me just tell you something. Let's just talk about the guys that are running these so-called yachts in Miami, and I'm just going to say so-called, okay, because. You're talking about the sandbar captains? I'm talking about the sandbar captains, yes. I, I, I okay. I'm talking about the guys that are out there running illegal trips, okay? And what makes them illegal? They're probably not licensed in the first place, okay? They may or may not be the owner of the boat, which is illegal. And uh, How many of them have the right insurance? Uh, <laughs> what? what? What do you mean insurance? Right. Okay. Um, you know, there's, they've got way too many people on the boat. Um, there's everything about what they're doing is totally illegal. And by the way, the Coast Guard is cracking down on that. So good on the Coast Guard for doing that. But there's just so much of it that you once you get to the 305, like you get south of Sunny Isles, you have to totally go on the defensive. Definitely. Okay. You are to, If you are down there thinking that somebody is going to move for you, you are sadly mistaken and you're an accident waiting to happen. Okay. In other words, the guy that knows what he's doing is the accident that's waiting to happen. Okay. And I know what it is. I'm going to have to edit this. And you have no way. Don't you edit a thing about this. Okay. And then you come up here. <laughs> okay. And you learn how to run real boats, sort of real boats. Okay. Because an azimuth, eh, I don't know. Okay. Doesn't mean that you take that mentality of doing what it takes. 
and only what's good for me, or as I say, for me is okay. And you go with that, and that's how you run your boat. You're dangerous. Okay. <laughs> okay? You're dangerous. It's, it's that simple. It is absolutely that simple. Okay? And you can yell at me, and you can call me all these names, but you know what? Day in and day out. Okay, they live by a different set of rules. It's their own rules. It's whatever they have to do to get to the next bridge. Okay, that's true. Okay, okay, and I'll tell you, I, you know, they they have different rules in Miami. Whoever gets to the whoever gets to the bridge first has the right away. Well, okay, they don't know the rules. They this... don't care about the rules, and they're not on the radio listening. Well, and they're never going to care about the rules unless no. what. Unless the government does their job, and the chances of that happening are slim to none. But what pisses me off about the government not doing their job? Okay, I'm gonna let you slide on all the racial stuff and all that kind of it's stuff. It's not but, racial; it's accurate. Okay, I'm not saying it wasn't accurate. I'm just saying you know everybody gets all sensitive and shit nowadays. But my big thing, okay, and it, I mean, dude, it's right in their face every weekend. Yeah. We have more cops, I shouldn't say cops, we have more authorities on the water between Port Everglades and Government Cut than anywhere in the world. I mean, especially yeah. if you count, that's only what, 20 miles? It's only, it's only about 20, well, between, yeah, but about we have, 25 miles. We have two Coast Guard stations, one in Miami, mm -hmm. one here, and mm -hmm. they are big Coast Guard stations with lots of Coast Guards that are out in their boats every day, all day long, and we watch them every day, all day long. We also have Homeland Security yeah. here in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. That's Broward Sheriff. That's Broward Sheriff here in Fort Lauderdale. I'm not sure who's got the contract in Miami, if it's the cops or whoever it is, because you never see them there. DEA. But here, it's yep. the Sheriff's Department, mm -hmm. which is out there with two boats going around in circles with their lights on constantly. Right. Right. Then you have Homeland Security, which I don't know if they necessarily, but whatever. They got badges and guns, and they work for the government. Yep. Then you have FWC. Yep. Then you have your local cops, yep. which would be the Fort Lauderdale Police Department. And Miami. Okay, so Allendale, you have, so Hollywood, you, they all have them. Right. And on any given day, especially in Port Everglades, mm -hmm. I would say, all right, on a weekday, on a slow weekday, there'll be 10 boats out there. Three of them will have badges and guns and aren't authority. Yeah. And it's pretty normal to have a huge, except for the weekends, have a huge disproportionate amount of law enforcement on the water. Unless there's a sale on donuts somewhere and then they... Turn on their lights and they're hauling ass. Well, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about that in a second. But I'm just saying, we have all that. <laughs> we have all that, right? Yeah. And even with all that, there's rules and laws on the water just like you drive in the Absolute street. More. More, exactly. More. And they should be more stringent and they should be enforced more than anything no else. And I watch the authorities do nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And as long as they do nothing, it's going to get worse. Yep. There's more people coming. They are not going to have any consequences. And on a, on a weekday, you see some enforcement, which is mind-boggling to me because on a weekday, they don't need enforcement, and most people are doing the right thing. Then it becomes a Saturday or a Sunday, especially between 9 a.m. and 5 a.m., when every lunatic in the water yep. is out on the friggin' mm -hmm. water doing whatever the hell they want, and if you and, and there's no cops, or if you do see a cop, they like are just watching what's going on. Let me tell you something. I say cop. I mean all the authorities. When I called you the other day, I was fired up about a specific incident that happened to me. You're okay? not, not going to get like high blood pressure from right. this and get a heart attack about uh, all this. Uh, I could. Now here's the thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're south. I'm southbound. I've got the Midnight Sun. It's a hundred footer. Okay, that boat does not stop on a dime. Right. Okay, and I've got the current and the wind behind me howling. All right, and some goof at the at the Venetian Causeway West Bridge. Okay, comes flying up behind me in like a thirty foot contender type boat. Okay, right. and he comes up behind me. He passes me, and I mean, like I'm right there at the bridge. And he slides between me and the bridge abutment right. to get in front of me. Now, normally, 
that's the type of thing that you see on a day in and out basis and i'm actually very calm cool and collected when i'm behind the wheel on these things okay because i know that the people are going to act a fool okay when i first started running boats down there i was like you know i i got all fired up okay but now it's just like you know to expect it but what pissed me off was here comes a dade cop right okay on the water flashing his lights i'm thinking my god is this guy this guy just saw that and saw it as reckless uh operation and he's gonna pull this guy over and he kept going right i mean even the even the police units down there don't they're more concerned with jet skiers than reckless true reckless boaters that can cause a real incident Right. Okay. And I mean, yeah, I'm calling them out a little bit. Now, I won't call the Coast Guard out because I do think that the Coast the Coasties are doing a good job. But their job is not their job is not to look out for it's uh look out for these um these I, these I, Ill, these their what their focus is down there is the illegal charters and they're doing a very good job. Okay. okay, but but the the day in and day out stuff that we complain about, they really don't get into that. I'm not I'm not I'm not giving anybody the hall pass, Coasties or anybody, and I'll tell you why mm-hmm. I'm not giving them a hall pass because this is a real epidemic. Yes, it is, and we need everybody, mm-hmm. including the Coasties, mm-hmm. to enforce, mm-hmm. or it's going to be worse and worse and worse as we get more and more and more people. Yeah. How in the world can the rules of the road not be the most important thing for every boater in South Florida? I have an answer to that. And I it's just not want the, required the, to be. The, it's not required to be. It's not required it's to not be, to, but it is enforceable. It's enforceable because ignorance is not an excuse exactly however you are not required to know the rules of the road that's that's the that's the no, dichotomy that's the problem it's they're not required did you it's like their I, I did like the word it, they're not maybe they're not required but it is their responsibility and it can be enforced yes absolutely and that's what i mean you have to you're, you you have to all right this goes here's it here's has the to be enforced norm just because it's just because it's not legal or excuse me yeah it, just because it's not required doesn't mean that you can just get away with not knowing it right and that's the problem if they if let me tell you what i think they ought to do okay and and i'm not just here to bitch i'm here to uh provide solutions okay you know what you're doing what you know i've been i've been dying to use the phrase because everybody's using the phrase uh-huh you're having the conversation that, well, you have to have it because if nobody has it, this problem is going to That's like be the big pervasive. Now. Oh, we have persist. to have the conversation. We have to have the conversation. Oh, we have to have the conversation. Well, Norm and I are having the conversation. This is the conversation. Right. This should be maybe even the title for this podcast. Is the that, conversation. I'm writing it down. The conversation. Okay. I come up with it. You have to have the conversation. If I hear one more talking head on TV say that we have to have the conversation. Yeah. Dude, they're talking heads. That's what all they-, they do is have the conversation. Right. That's what they're paid to do. Yeah. So but who, they only have it from one side. So who the hell's supposed to have the conversation? Right. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. So well, and but I, my point, but my point is, it's 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 really simple. Okay. First of all, it should be required. It should be required that before you buy a boat, you have to um, attend one of these safe boating courses. Okay. There's lots of them out there. And if they make it a law, there'll probably be even more of those providers out there. Victoria got her okay. safety, safety boaters license. Coast, yeah, great. Okay, Coast Guard, uh, Coast Guard Auxiliary does them. There's all kinds of private schools that do them, um, and anything that educates the average boater, okay, is a good thing, and it ought to be required. Okay, what and what be? they ought to do is they ought to give you a certificate like they usually do. And then once you have to have that certificate presented when you buy the boat. That proves otherwise you can't buy a boat. Then shit will change. Then it that's how you do this kind of thing. Okay, now who's going to enforce that? Exactly. Nobody. Well, 
Not, not, no, I mean, it's a great not, theory, but not, then you would have to assume that the government would enforce this or somebody would enforce this because otherwise you're going to assume everybody is like my daughter. And that word is responsible. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's how it works in, in practical purposes, okay? When you go to buy a car, okay, that car has to be insured. Right. Okay? Well, who, who, uh, who enforces that? Nobody. Oh. It's just the people that sell the cars. It's a step that they have to go through in order to sell the cars. And that's what this has to become. Okay, so here, you have to have insurance for your boat, and you have to show a safe boating course, certificate of completion. Then you can buy your boat. Okay? Those two things. Boom. Because that's, you know what? Guess what? There's very little else that you need in order to buy a boat. And that's wrong. True. Okay? I'm not suggesting, and, you know, there's a lot of people, oh, how come we don't just do licensing? Do you know what licensing would cost? It's prohibitively expensive and it's why it's never been done because we have that many boats and boaters in uh in florida okay you get i think i think your only shot norm i think your only shot (coughs) is insurance companies i think they're the only ones that are going to have enough power to get anything done as far as people being responsible because they're insuring the watercraft and that kind of thing and and they actually have some skin in the game nobody else does and and you know what Right then and there, okay, you could get a state legislator to write a law that says, all right, um, uh, GEICO, okay, uh, if you want Captain Jeff's uh, insurance policy, Captain Jeff has to show you either a license or a certificate of completion for a safe boating clause, okay? Now, that's where, that's how you could get this to work. That's how you put feet under something like this. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that it wouldn't work. I just think that if the government would do their job in the first place, you wouldn't have to go to an alternative like this. They need... There's just not enough enforcement out there for as many votes. Then get some more enforcement. Get some more enforcement. I would rather be proactive because that's being reactive. I would rather have a policy that's proactive. I'm glad you said that that because because other people have brought that argument up before that there's not enough enforcement. That is horseshit. With the way we have cameras and video today, Mm -hmm. we could and they do. They have cameras all over that port. How many cameras do you think they have in the port? A lot. Right, hundreds. A lot. lot. Hundreds. We have the technology to do just like we do at the toll booth. They had the technology to see people breaking the law. Yeah, you could put get their registration. Every bridge. Get their registration and then send them the violation no. in the mail. And then then I think I think that could work. I think that's well, one I'm just saying. But I think that's one piece of the puzzle. I think there also has to be a proactive uh, policy that says before you even get on the boat, you have to have some degree of Exposure to what the rules of the road are. But even if you had that, with no enforcement, that same fool will get out there and do whatever the hell he yeah, wants to no, do. No, I anyway. agree. I agree. It has to be a balanced approach. Well, I mean, what's going through my mind right now is hopelessness because I watch all the government agencies fail so badly in every dude they can't count the votes they can't teach children in school they can't freaking do law enforcement on the water they can't nothing there's nothing we're we're, we're a blameless society now there is nothing nobody is held accountable for anything there's no accountability zero it's just lawlessness out there unless which unless you got dough and you have something to lose and then the government can put the screws to you if you don't have dough and nothing to lose they don't do anything actually dough is what allows you to continue to break these rules and what you just said just drives me right back to the cuban captains oh jesus okay i'm just telling you all right you do what it takes i got a bunch of money i just came through this country I buy a 60-foot azimut, and I can do whatever the hell I want, and I do. And right. you know what? He gets arrested, and he goes right back to doing it. Right. And it's not just Cuban captains. I'm using them as an excuse, okay? But you know what? It's Miami, baby, okay? And that's what happens down there, okay? It's, but there's a whole bunch of characters that are down there, okay? 
What's with the preponderance? Not preponderance. What's with the um, dude? When you the screw explosion? up, just roll with it because yeah. it makes. What's, a what's, <laughs> what's with the, what's with the explosion of tune captains? That's the other thing. Why do we have so many tunes out there? There's tune operations. I've never seen so many tunes rolling around. What's a tune? Pontoons. Oh, tune. Like a two. Pontoons. Do you know what a two is? Tune. I know, but do you know what a two is? Yeah. A man of two. <laughs> so, how pissed are the manatees? Do they even get pissed? Manatees? Are they more like a jellyfish with a mammal jellyfish? I don't know what is with manatees. I, I can't. But I'm talking about tunes. Okay. No, I got you. The, the pontoon thing, and it's so funny because I called that like eight or nine years ago. Yeah. And I think we even spoke about it. But I said, if I had the stomach to take out a bunch of drunks every day. Yeah. No offense, Norm. The, <laughs> if, I had a, if I had the stomach. To That's like, what I do. Take out a bunch of drunks every day. Oh, I'd have had like 10 of those pontoon boats. Oh, let me tell like you something. Like a decade before everybody else. Let me, let me tell you something. There's so, and, and, you know, let me tell you what. Okay. We know about boat building. Okay. And the thing about pontoons, and this is what I have a problem with. Pontoons have no riding characteristics. Okay. They don't. All right. You remember the one? Dude, there's pontoon guys that have their own category about pontoons and they have their own guidelines. Kind of like sport fish dudes like, oh, dude, I really love the lines of that boat. There's pontoon dudes that do that. That like the lines of their pontoons? Well, it's not. They don't talk about. You can't pon- tell if it's coming or going unless his headlights are flashing that, you in the face. Well, that's a sport fish. That's that, another thing. That's a sport fish thing. But a pontoon thing would be like. How bright is the vinyl? How many cup holders? When's the last time you changed the carpet? You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's just a whole different breed, Norm. Yeah. How many pink flamingos can you put in the front of your tune? Exactly. Yeah. Who are the captains with the slide and who wants to oh, get a slide? slide. Who's saving hot, up for the slide? That's the, hot, that's the hot one. That's the hot boat in town is the slide boat. All right. New regulation for tune captains. Okay. Oh, here we go. No, they should have to go around with a water testing kit. And if the water test in the fecal matter does not is not below the parts per million that it's supposed to be, they shouldn't be let it to be. They'll go out of business in Fort Lauderdale, dude. They need to go out of business. We need to figure out a way to put them out out of business business. anyway. We need to put the jet ski thing. We need to get tunes, jet skis, round them up. Okay, (laughs) chain them together, sink them in 150 feet of water, and we get the best wreck ever. All right. So what was it? Two and a half, three years ago, I got my little Nissan truck. God, we have no rid- standards anymore. <laughs> Listen, <sighs> so it was two and a half. God. It was two and a half, three years ago. I got the Nissan truck and got rid of the Lunker Dodge, right? Yeah, I remember that. It was a sad day. It was sad, and then what happened to the Lunker Dodge uh, was even sad. I think I should do a whole podcast just on the Lunker just Dodge. Just on the Lunker Dodge. But anyway, yeah. so I get the Nissan, right? Mm-hmm. Right after I get the Nissan, I'm watching a commercial, and there's this little dude on a jet ski. Buzzing around. Where's this, George English? No, this is on TV. This is a commercial. Oh, 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 okay. So I'm watching it, and it turns out to be a Nissan commercial. And then Nissan did a promotion where they would throw the jet ski in with your truck finance payment. Oh, I remember that. And right then and there, I was like, oh, no, they didn't. Oh, holy crap. That started a whole new surge yep. to jet skiers. Mm-hmm. And I was so pissed off. I seriously thought about selling my Nissan and going to buy something else. I would have. Except I like that little Nissan. <laughs> and, but it was seriously going through my mind. But when I saw that commercial, I was like, oh, no. I remember that. that it, wasn't every, very, it wasn't very long-lived. No, it wasn't very long-lived. Yeah. Because, you know why? Probably because none of those people that they marketed to made their payments. Well, I, it, it, <laughs> how, you know what? That's another thing. Why would you ever buy a new jet ski? There has got to be a zillion of them used. Because you can do it for $39 a month. You know? I mean, they finance those things for like 40 years or something. <laughs> <laughs> you want a mortgage? You want a jet ski loan? Yeah, I'll take the jet, jet ski, ski loan. loan yeah. No, that, dude, the whole thing's freaking pathetic. But it's all a matter of, of responsibility. The cops and the government, irresponsible. No one's held accountable for anything. My $14, you know why she got that safety boater's course license? It's the right thing to do. Because her parents expect her to be responsible. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Just like we Somebody's should... Somebody's got to take over the empire. 
Well, somebody <laughs> has to be responsible. Unfortunately, the responsible people now feel like friggin' horrible that they're being responsible because they're watching all the other dorks no. on like the water. That's the problem, okay? Because now what happens is the guys like you and me who do know what the rules of the road are, okay, are twice as um, are, are, are twice uh, twice as responsible, twice as. Um, you know, we we're the ones that now really have to be super defensive and watch everybody else. Not that we didn't have to do it before, but because there's so many more guys that are out there now that don't know what they're doing. Okay, right. it's incumbent upon us to at least be the better stewards of the waterway. Okay, let me let me and I agree, but let me let me switch it up on you. Okay, go ahead. Because it's not just the tune guys, and it's not just the jet ski guys. No. What about your friggin' millionaire dude that goes and gets the 35-foot center console? Well, okay, that's it kind of rolls into the same guy that I was talking about in Miami who goes out there and he buys a 60-foot azimuth. It's, it's the same guy that buys that stupid thing. Okay, let me tell you something. If you're rolling around in a $1 million center console, okay, we have problems. Okay? Just... Just on the surface, we have problems. Well, I'm just who sa- buys a million dollar center console boat with four or five engines or six engines or whoever? How, how many engines can they put on one of those things? You go to the Bahamas and you can't even stay on the some bitch. All right, let me answer your question. Who buys them? Some of those three hundred thousand people, a percentage of those three hundred thousand people that are moving here every single year, have the cash to buy one of those. And just think about this, Norm. Let's say it's half a 1%. That's still a big number when you're talking about 300,000 people. Those are the biggest sandbar boats you ever saw in your life. Well, I'm just saying. 300,000 people are moving here every single year. We're not doing anything anywhere about the rules of the road. And I want people to understand that Norman, I keep saying the rules of the road because it is... That's what they are. Right. It's, it's a technical term. It's a real term. When you get your captain's license, you mm-hmm. have to know every single rule of the road. Everything. It's in the book. We didn't make Everything. up. We didn't make up nope. the rules of the road thing here. And the, you know, here's the people thing: people don't know that. You know no, that. they don't. Okay, you can go out to Blue Water Books, or you can order it online. Okay, uh, you can get the Chapman's Book of Seamanship, which I think is the gold standard, uh, and and get that. And t- you know, if if you're not going to take a course, teach yourself. Read the damn book. Be responsible. Okay? Be responsible. Okay, put down the Kardashians marathon. All right, and pick up a book before you get on your next outing, okay, and start learning something. Do you think? Do you think? Now I'm going out on a limb here. Me, imagine that. <laughs> Can't believe it. But do you think that the media suppresses the boating accidents that are happening here in Florida? Um, it's not just the accidents; it's the whole culture. That needs to be exposed for what it is. I'm telling you right now, Norm. Okay, because yeah, you hear about it once in a while, but it's it doesn't make news unless somebody's dead. Okay, right. and unless somebody's just... famous, famous that's dead. Okay, you got a guy that uh, right. the, the the pitcher, right. uh, what's his name, that died a couple of years ago. He ran across right, the Marlins uh, pitcher, yeah, yeah. and you had like. Then what, it's like, oh my god, one of those dudes like not Pitbull, but some rapper dude. Chop somebody else up uh, well, on a sandbar, but like you said, yeah. unless it's like really dramatic with a famous person that yeah. actually kills somebody, right? It doesn't matter, right? Nobody, no, it's not spectacular enough. Well, now we had a lot of fires back in the spring, but suppressed means that it's deliberately <coughs> not reported, yeah. and I believe that it's deliberately not reported. The same reason that the water quality is deliberately not reported. Yeah. That's not good for our tourist business. That's not good for our image. Well, Ma. well, our image is our image, whether they report it or not. But social media and everything. Yeah. It's freaking ridiculous. Dude, there's guys that have YouTube videos. Not YouTube videos. YouTube channels that get right. millions and millions of views. <clears> and <throat> all they're doing is recording the idiots that are damn near killing themselves going in oh, yeah. the inlets. Yeah. And people are making a living. That guy at Hallover? Right. Yeah. He's that not guy the, is killing it. He's not the only one at a lot of these inlets. Yeah. These guys are making a living Boing. watching people damn near die. Yeah. 
Every day, you right. see somebody. You see somebody in a, uh, a chaparral bar, bow rider, okay, and he's got half his family in the front, and they end up in the back of the well by the time they hit the third wave. And that's what I mean. It's suppressed the same way the pollution is suppressed, and the media, along with the government, is failing us. Now the question is: is how do you how do you change that culture? We're cha- I mean, okay. How do you, how do you get? How do you bring that out so that they actually watch for it? Because I'll tell you what, if there's no better way of pressuring a governmental agency, I don't care what it is, than to get media attention to a problem right. that they can fix. Right. Okay. Which is why media is so controlled and regulated nowadays, which is why I love social media. <clears throat> yeah. At least it, I thought I loved social media. A lot of speculation that went on. With the election and social media and all that, but that's a little bit like out of my league as far as corruption I, I can't, and that I, kind I of can't thing. even. I can't. Let me tell you something. For years and years and years, and I mean, I went to the American University in Washington D.C. where I studied politics. I interned on on Capitol Hill. I wrote my senior thesis on campaigns in the Library of Congress. All true stories. Okay, dude, stop it. You're gonna make right? me break out in a rash or something. I'm just telling you. Okay, <laughs> I did all this stuff, and you know what? Today, I and I studied politics for years. Okay. Worked on campaigns for years. I did all that stuff, and you know what? Today, I knew, I knew I'm done with wrong. it. I'm done with it. I know. I'm done with it. I can't watch Fox News. I can't watch CNN. I can't watch MSNBC. I can't watch any of these alternative um, sources. Okay, I just I can't do it. I'm done with it. Okay, I'm just totally done with it. I would rather live my life in ignorance than to be baited into thinking one way or the other. All right, I'm an independent thinker, and there is no more independent, um, non-biased media. You just answered your own question. Okay. You just answered your own question. There is. If you know that or not, it doesn't. It doesn't exist. No. Well, you asked me, how is how is it going to change? You just said it because people like you are going to tune out to mainstream media, to regular media. I'm done with it. Well, we used to think cable news wasn't mainstream. Now it's mainstream. And people are done with it. And it's people all editorialized. Are, and people are looking for new forms of way to gather information. Give me Walter Cronkite. Which is why we started the Coastal Community Network. Yeah. It has to be completely non-political. Non-political. Excuse me. Not, not non-political. Non-biased. Non-biased. And one of the, like, all right, I'll give you a good example. CCN made that company and specifically made it so everybody can participate and everybody is equal. It's a $10 membership. Everybody pays every month. And the reason I feel that is very important is because if some guy, let's say it was a donation program like most of the nonprofits. Mm -hmm. So some guy comes in, okay, that has a huge facility to store jet skis like they do boats now, except it's jet ski storage. And he gives the foundation a million dollars as a donor. He's going to expect an agenda. Right. Why is he giving him that million dollars? Because he expects an agenda. Right. And these people, they take that donation and... All of a sudden, they became his cause. Or they became silent. Or they became somebody that brings up something else beside their issue. Mm Mm-hmm. It's called a special interest. Exactly. And these nonprofits and these big um, associations that are based on huge donations are mm-hmm. full of them. Yeah. And it's gross. Yeah. No, and, and you know, the worst thing that ever happened to the media, um, it's the same thing that the, the same scourge in politics, and that is is that it's, it, it, it's all bought. Right. It's bought and okay. paid for. It's all bought and paid for. So, you know, $10 a month. To uh, invest in the Coastal Community Network to me is a great um, is a great investment. Okay. Well, and, me, and I'm not just saying that to blow sunshine up your ass. I know. Okay? I because know. I know. I know. You've got the right causes. Okay. And it doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, Chinese, Japanese, Cuban. It doesn't matter. Okay. These are all things that affect our community equally. 
Right. Okay. Uh, these these causes that the CCN takes up. Well, I want people to look at it like this. All right. So I go to McDonald's yesterday, and I get my quarter pounder, my little meal there. You know. Did you get the quarter pounder or the quarter pounder with cheese? A quarter pounder with cheese meal. All right. Okay. Which usually isn't enough for me. So then I get a cheeseburger also. Okay. All right. A little over ten bucks. I think it was ten dollars and fifty cents. Good God. Hey, so I'm making a point here. So if somebody came to you and said... Did you have a Diet Coke with it? Because I think that's blasphemy. I did not have a Diet Coke. Okay. It was horrible, not healthy, all that kind of stuff. Everybody says they don't eat at McDonald's. It just happens to be the most successful fast food chain in the world, but nobody eats there. But <laughs> So if somebody said to you, if you simply buy me a McDonald's meal once a month, yeah, and in return... I would do video and investigative reporting, podcasts with experts and influential guests, live online shows, journalism stories, blogs by educated people that are into saving our coastal communities or whatever their special interest is. Would you buy me a McDonald's meal once a month? Dude, do you know how many McDonald's meals you would have to fill up this room every month? I'm just saying that that's how That's reason- a great deal. Right, $10. And somebody does that for you. Yeah. So, everybody can participate. It's all about education. This goes back to the bad boaters, the guys that don't know what they're doing, okay? It goes back to every single issue that surrounds the South Florida boating community. It's education, education, education. All right. Do you like the slapping? Because that was like... The slapping sucks for the podcast, but I like it. I mean, it was there. But what we just did, (laughs) okay, is we went full circle. Because you know what? We just had the conversation. That's what it's all about is the conversation. And you know something? Okay. It can be done civilly. It can be done civilly. It can be done civilly if somebody is not there telling us how to think. Well. Okay. Well, I mean, it's about responsibility and accountability and priority. You ever heard that before? But anyway, Norm? Thanks for coming into the Lunker Conduct Studios today. I appreciate I it. I hope this is as therapeutic as most of the podcasts that I don't know. I think you. I'm probably going to get sued. I'm going to bleep some <laughs> stuff out. I'm not going to let you get sued. Come on. I got to do it. I got to no, do it. No balls. Why don't you go out and get a jet ski? No balls? Did you just see me busting <laughs> CCA's balls for the last two podcasts? You know how many people got pissed off at me this week for busting the CCA's balls? <laughs> We are having the conversation. We are having the conversation. Every liberal in the world. And it doesn't have to be pretty, but it should be honest. And everybody out there, whether you're Democrat or Republican, at least come with it and bring facts, bring merit, bring accountability, and bring honesty. Okay? That's the big thing. Okay? Every there's no intellectual honesty. You wanna know what I mean by intellectual honesty? Okay, I'm just going to digress just a little bit. Digress. My, uh, when I mean intellectual honesty, it means I support this. Maybe it's a candidate, for example, because we just got, can't, got off of this election. Okay, so I support this candidate uh, because blah blah blah. Right. These are the facts. Okay, don't sit there and tell me that you support this candidate. Because you have nothing else to support. That's not intellectual honesty. Intellectual honesty is when you can tell me why and be direct. Okay? How about that? Bring something to the table. Okay? Because if you're, if you're really just supporting that particular candidate, and I don't care who it was, all right, um, and you weren't really telling us why then you're not being intellectually honest. Everybody thinks you have an agenda behind your position. Let me let me let me let me, let me get your opinion on this then. Go ahead. Okay. Because I got a little political this year with my podcast and some of the people I'd interviewed. Mm-hmm. And I was able to interview the mayor of Fort Lauderdale. Right. And the guy that was running against him. Yeah. I deliberately didn't pick a side publicly. Right. And I didn't endorse either one of them publicly. Right. You agree with that or disagree with that? It's your decision to make. 
in a in your position you could have done either okay and i would have respected you for your decision okay uh quite honestly i think it's okay to not take a side because there's already enough people taking sides all right and you don't want to necessarily use your podium well all the time to make a political point yeah, there's too many people doing that now you hit it on the head and that was that was what i was thinking when i decided that i wasn't going to get into it like that no because it was pissing me off that i couldn't watch the nba without them shoving their political message down my throat yeah or the nfl or espn yeah. or the whatever new, right yeah. so because I, that was bothering me mm-hmm. when i was doing that type of political coverage which right. isn't normal for us right for one i'm not an expert in politics right i'm an expert on catching fish yeah. and talking about boats and friggin' millennium life and water pollution that kind of stuff yeah i know i really don't know politics therefore i didn't want to get into that game and two i didn't want to use my platform yeah you get political and, and you know what else you're just gonna piss people off and i understand one thing after all the years of social media mm-hmm. and the hundreds of millions of exposures, mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. Because I'm an entertainer. I, regardless yeah. of what you think about all the media that we put out, and I was explaining this to Busaka the other day, we're no more than one thing. We are entertainers. Yeah, absolutely. If somebody can learn something from our entertainment, then great. Yeah. But it's our job to entertain people. This is why you never get into the nuts and bolts of what you do. Okay, you don't go out there and and put out dozens of cast net videos. Your cast net video is about thirteen seconds long. Okay, you nobody get you don't go out there and you don't you, you tell people how to tie knots and where to hook the damn mullet. If they happen to catch it during one of your videos, fine. Okay, or how to set the hook or all these, you know, all the techniques. Okay. You don't do those videos, okay? Your videos are meant for entertainment. Correct. Okay? Correct. So, therefore, I've been staying out of that whole political game. I will bitch and moan about the government. I will bitch and moan about people's responsibilities. I will bitch and moan about the pollution and all that. But I'm just not going to shove government or my political messages down your throat the way the NBA did to me this year. Oh, man. Which totally made me... Dude, I was such a Heat fan. Not that I'm not a Heat fan. Not that I'm not a Heat fan. But let me tell you why. I was into the heat. I was into the heat because I was able to spend time with my kid, mm-hmm. talk about the players, mm-hmm. get on the friggin' train from downtown Fort Lauderdale to go to downtown Miami so we could see the game on a weekday night, spend a beautiful day together, yep. and something we could have fun at, right? But now I'm going to take my kid down there, and they're going to have a political message, yeah, a billboard that we have to watch the yep. whole time. Absolutely. And, you know, i got to tell you something. Here's the one thing that the sports world forgot, and that is is that sports is there to have for people's entertainment. Okay, that's that whole you know. Once you start getting political and you interject political messages into your sports and you bring it on the field or you bring it on the basketball court, you're only going to piss people off. It doesn't matter. Okay, and it can't be good for the sport. The okay. only people that- people want to people want to uh, people want to uh, uh, go to a basketball game to be entertained to forget about their daily correct. life absolutely correct and for 100%. no other reason or to have an enjoyable experience with your son or your daughter or your family or your buds okay it makes no difference okay well these that th- takes away from it these guys that these guys that are the big money that own these teams yeah. <sighs> They're probably next to the jet skiers. The other no balls, no balls, zero, exactly. Zero. And the media companies, even the ones that want to do something, they got them in a chicken wing, you know, and it no. hurts. But they need to fight back. They used to have balls. Okay, remember? Let me tell you something. Not too long ago, you couldn't even wear a yellow ribbon on your shoe or on your uniform to signify, uh, you know, whatever. Okay, you couldn't wear something pink on your uniform for breast cancer awareness. Okay, you couldn't 
make those little subliminal messages. You couldn't you couldn't do that in sports. Okay? Heck, they had such a strict guideline on uniforms that you would get fined as a player for wearing the wrong shoes because they might think that you're trying to pimp something else. Okay? That's all gone away. That's- and I got to tell you something. Where that's where that buck stops is with the advertisers. The advertisers that really bankroll uh, professional sports ought to just say enough. They ought to put their foot down. I don't. I, I, unfortunately, I think they're the ones that are creating it. Well, with and financing it like and supporting Nike it, and yeah. But, but like I said, but they, it's not doing them any favors. Look at look at look, look at uh, look at the stock market. Well, yeah, but you know what? Look <laughs> at professional sports. What's what was the what was the attendance? Well, you can't you can't you can't yeah. rate attendance, yeah. but uh, viewership on basketball. <laughs> No, it okay. pi- no it football pi- it- all time low last year. No, that pissed some people off, and there's been a change, and it's good to have the conversation, Norm. Again, <laughs> you know, we're still having the conversation, and we're going to have a lot more conversations because these things aren't going to go away anytime soon. And you know, I encourage you guys out there to have conversations uh, with people, and don't just have them with people that you side with politically. Because all you're doing is you're not really solving anything. You're not discussing any issues, okay? Have them with people that you have that you're maybe diametrically opposed to politically. That's fine to do that. Do it civilly. Well, you could kind of do it like the way um, I just did it with that whole CCA thing. Yeah. Okay, so I had my opinion and what I thought, mm-hmm. which means nothing. It's not true. Eh, a little bit. Yeah. The reason I say that is because it was about some environmental horseshit. Okay, I'm not going to get all the way into right, this right, thing. Right, right. But instead of me arguing the point, yeah. I went and got people that actually studied this right. and knew the point. And then I brought them to the table to explain the issue. Right. right. Not me being like, oh, let me tell you something. You know what I mean? It was like, hey, listen to this guy. Yeah. That's a civil way, like you were saying, to yeah. get your conversation right, going. Right, right, right. This argument and then having opinion and then hating somebody because of their opinion and all that. That's all bullshit. Let me tell you something. But there's never... a lot, it's rampant right now. It's friggin' rampant. And I'll tell you why it's rampant, because <clears throat> these millennials got no balls. I have never, not once ever unfriended somebody on social media because of their political beliefs okay and i'll tell you why because i value my friendships and most of the people most of the people that i am friends with are people uh that have higher who are higher have a higher character okay and i and there's so many other things about them besides their political beliefs is the reason why i'm friends with them Okay, that is the, the, to judge somebody based solely on their political beliefs is one of the lowest things that you can do because it's not it's it's not your business what they believe. Okay, I know guys who are just screaming, screaming, move on dot org liberals. Okay, and I'm mostly conservative. All right. And we see nothing eye to eye, politically speaking. That guy would take his shirt off his back for me, and I'd do the same thing for him. And we'd fish together all the time. You know what just came to my mind? You remember the TV show, The Odd Couple? Yeah. You know why everybody loved that TV show? It's because you had two completely different people that loved each other. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's pretty much the point that you were making. Norm, thanks for coming into the Real Guy Podcast today. Thanks for having the conversation. Good luck editing this. I sound like one of these friggin' liberal talk show hosts. <laughs> Let's have a conversation. That's a good fucking, that's a good title. That's a good title. It is. It is. Norm, always a pleasure having you in the studio. Always good conversation. Always a lot of energy. The audience loves you. Just want you to know that every time we do a podcast, I get all this great feedback. Not negative feedback, good feedback. Well, don't edit us. We'll change that. I am. I, 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 I tell you what I, I tell you what I will do, Norm. I will not edit 
the podcast. Oh, God. But I have to bleep a couple things out. Oh. Dude, there's, right. there's only going to be three bleeps. Beep. And they're not even bad words. Right. I very seldom swear when I'm on when I'm on the podcast. That's pretty good. I don't. I, don't I do swear all much. the time when I'm on the podcast. I know. I know. Yeah. I, actually, you don't swear that much face to face when you're off the air. But it seems like you kind of let it go. Well, I think I swear more when I'm passionate about my conversation. Yeah. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they say that. You know, if you're going to do a podcast, make sure you freaking you know have passion for your topic. Well, I think yeah. I, I think that's probably one of the number one reasons why the Real Guy podcast has been so successful. And I swear like a fucking sailor. You son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway. Run that dog. Run that dog, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Guy Podcast. The podcast for real guys, by real guys. And there you go. Another great episode of Captain North.